Hello and welcome back to the StreamerCast, the weekly streamer, ca- streamer podcast where we give you tips, tricks from various streamers and friends who we find from across the web. web. Thank you so much for coming back. Uh, Caesar, how has your week been? Uh, it's been really good. I've been uh, streaming a lot of Stardew Valley and I think I'm quite addicted to it, if I'm honest. That's I'm fair. pretty much Caesar the farmer now. <laughs> well, you did mention you wanted to switch up last week from Halo. How's that been working out? Uh, yeah, it's, been, it's obviously the, the viewers are slightly lower than Halo, because I think I established a little bit of a Halo audience. But yeah, it's, it's going good. I'm really enjoying it, which is the main thing. Um, but yeah, I think I'm probably still going to carry on playing playing it. You know, I'll mix it in with a few other games. Mm-hmm. And it's still on Hades? But yeah, it's uh, been good. Oh yeah, Hades is good. I love yeah. Hades. It's so beautiful, that game. I, oh, it really is. I've been to the dentist this week. I have a full healthy set of chompers. Um, the only downside was, that you know that little calc scraping they do every now and then? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's my least favourite part. It's just I can't stand my teeth being touched, you know. Yeah, it's quite similar to, like, putting nails on a chalkboard, isn't it? Mm. It's like, it's that weird feeling that goes through you. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty unpleasant. Um, yeah, it's really weird. Moving swiftly on, I am delighted this week to introduce our guest of the week, Rio Facer. He is a League of Legends streamer, part of Team Positive Mental Attitude, and this week we wanted to give them a special plug. Given that League has a bit of a reputation for perhaps a bit of toxicity sometimes. Um, Team Positive Mental Attitude is a group which really aims to change and work that around. Um, But I'm not going to go too much on about it. Uh, Rio, could you please introduce yourself? What's up, guys? Thanks for for having me on. Um, How do you want me to start? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, question sounds like a good place. Um, So nice, nice big one to start off with. How long have you been streaming for? Uh, so I have been streaming now for two years consistently, I'd say seriously now for about the past year. I'm coming up on the two year anniversary, actually on the 16th, which is six days from oh, now. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So that's going to be a big one. Um, any, and then I, actually I'm doing a subathon. Oh, fog, fog. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's going to be a nice 24 hour stream. Lots of coffee. Uh, I usually die the last five hours. I'm fine up until the 20 hour mark. And then it's just like pain for the last four <laughs> you're oh, very no. brave 24 hours jesus <laughs> no i couldn't do it i think caesar did a 12 hour and by the end you were kind of all right but i'd been up for about the same sort of time and i was exhausted 12 12 hour would yeah it was it was all right i i think i probably could have gone to about 15 16 mm. hours but 24 hours i'm pretty sure i would have dropped off by then yeah a lot of coffee and monster Coffee and Monster <laughs> yeah. is the way. So is that the first tip of the week? Cool. Coffee and that's Monster the, is a secret streamer. <laughs> Put a little advert in there for Coffee hmm. and Monster, maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying we always look for sponsorships. Um, so <laughs> you're, you're a League of Legends streamer, first and foremost. And the thing I particularly wanted to get you on for quite badly was just a quick tip or three on playing top laners in League of Legends. Yeah, so... So I guess I'll also give my background for people wondering. I uh, I am a Diamond 2 Marksman main, which is just 80 carry, but I do specialize in Yasuo and Yone for anybody who knows those champions. Very unorthodox things to play bot lane, um, but that is my specialty. So I do focus a lot on League of Legends content. Um, but when it comes to top lane, I'm going to be honest, I just since it's similar to bot lane, my three tips I'd give to you 
are, and this is this is probably the most important one is wave management. Uh, play one tank, one carry champ, and then just watch. Every single champion, I think, has one high-low player dedicated to making content around it. So probably just look up somebody who plays those champions and like learn every single little detail about them. Hmm. Um, that's probably the easiest way to climb. Especially, I don't know what your what is your rank actually. I like bronze too. It's okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of room to work. There with. is like, room to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice way of putting it. Thank you. Bad, you uh, yeah, about a month ago. Um, yeah, maybe a month and a half. Damn. Um, but it's, it's early days yet. I've been playing for eight years now. <laughs> oh, eight years. Yeah, I started. Uh, I actually started playing um, back in high school in math class. Senior year was kind of a joke. I saw some people in the back of the class just with their laptops doing. This is like season three, I guess. And they were just doing stuff. And I looked one day. I'm like, what are you guys playing? And it turned out to be League of Legends. So the next day, I brought my laptop in, and it just kind of it started there and never stopped. <laughs> I don't let anybody tell you can't make a career of skipping out on math class. I mean, now we're here, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, on, on that as well, I, I know you said earlier um, that you've been streaming for two years. So let, let's uh, let's roll the uh, the time back a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what are sort of your, your streaming origins? What, what got you into streaming to begin with? Yeah, so uh, it's actually a couple different things because I think um, for me personally, it's changed a lot over the years um at first it was a i actually it's a funny story um the game outlast my friends had bought the game for me and we decided to just play it one day at my house and to make it more entertaining for them i tried to just be more entertaining this was back in college um so we had a couple you know we had a couple beers and we're drinking and um i'm actually a wuss when it comes to scary games uh so it's actually whenever i do a scary game stream people get really happy because there's a lot it's it's basically just a lot of clips um yeah <laughs> yeah but i play it and i finish it <laughs> so i played outlast and in front of my friends like not streaming at all but i was basically just trying to be entertaining and make it funny for them but also you know just being real and like if i got scared i'd be you know i'd be scared and they yeah. loved it and i just thought i was like wow that's really cool and then when i discovered twitch i was like oh this is basically the same thing so i that was one reason i started another reason i started was because i only played league i wasn't playing variety um I was just wanting to show my friends like how I play since uh, I played a very unorthodox style um, of AD carry. And then like the third, re- the, the third reason is when I decided to get serious with streaming was actually because um, my ex-girlfriend from college actually told me I should stream more because I'm entertaining and good at League of Legends. What's funny is I think one of the reasons we also ended our relationship was because I didn't have enough hobbies or interests because I got so obsessed with streaming. <laughs> yeah, um, John comes around. <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was uh, it was for the best, and mm. um, things worked out the way they did, and I think it was a good thing. But mm. uh, so she got me to start streaming, and then um, I started to get serious because I was like, you know, what? this is like, th- it was never really for the first year something I thought was going to make like a career out of or attempt to, but now the last year has really been like. Okay, yo, if you want to make this work, like you got to put like your blood, sweat, and tears into this. Um, and yeah, now we're here. So I guess the first year was kind of just going through the motions, and then exactly a year ago, actually, uh, around this week, um, I started to just tell myself, "Yo, it's time to this. Like, let's just give it a shot and get serious and actually like learn how to make our stream better, and you know, just take it more seriously." So. When you when those first steps you're taking more seriously, you'd already been going for about a year, which is much longer than 
most other people we both know. What were those steps that you took to move from sort of, you, you know, just streaming for fun to take it seriously? What, what did you do? So good question. Um, <laughs> I think the biggest thing was uh, I was streaming on a laptop for a long time. Uh, recently, I, I actually built my own PC, I think about seven months ago. So I was on a laptop for about a year and a half. Um, it was a good laptop. It was a gaming laptop. But I was using the in the built-in camera on the laptop, to give you an example. I was using the microphone on the laptop. Um, one of the biggest things that I think helped my stream was I purchased a Blue Yeti Nano. Um, and, I, and that's currently the microphone I'm still using today. Um, and that was a... That was a huge upgrade because I went from like a, I didn't even have like a headset mic. I, I had legitimately um, just a webcam mic, which is even worse. Um, so I, and, <laughs> oh, and, no. I, and I learned from that that uh, audio is super important. Um, just overall quality. Like we live in an age today where most first world countries can handle uh, HD. Uh, like I don't think it's a very, and, like, and that includes for video. Um, I don't think... I don't think it's a very big, it used to be an issue a couple years ago, especially on Twitch, but now it's like not, you're not really uh, cutting your, 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 your target audience or even your demographic when you're not going HD. So, um, audio was a huge thing when I upgraded and it, you know, it's still a USB mic. I'd like to go XLR one day, but for now, uh, while I'm on a budget, this works perfect for me, but mm -hmm. that was a massive change. I think people were like, yo, this is actually like like it used to just be my friends. And then I started to see like come January when I bought the mic after Christmas, like I started getting like, you know, random internet people to start watching me, you know? Yeah. No, I, th I think you're not wrong with terms of quality and audio. Um, I think, well, a couple of weeks ago we had Snake1082 on and he was saying, um, you know, in terms of your shop front was the way he put it. So um, in terms of like quality, you can just put out there. It's so, so, so important, especially people just randomly dropping yeah. in. The thing is as well, it's, um, if you're expecting people to listen to you for, and watch you obviously for hours and hours and hours, you know, they're not going to want to listen to you through, like you said, a webcam that you had before or like a streamer mic where it's sort of like it goes distorted or whatever. So you, people could just get sort of bored of your voice if it's, if it's, you know, with the audio is really bad. So yeah, it's, it's a really good point actually. So was was that one of the main things then that that you that you changed up and was there anything else that you that you that you did around that time um year in? I think uh the only other big thing was probably upgrading to a PC and I got a really good PC but I built it so it saved me a lot of money cuz everything's on a budget um hmm. and anywhere you could save money is probably the best thing especially if like this is my only income right now. Um so I could I basically just try to save as much money as possible wherever I can. But the PC helped a lot because I my, my laptop started dying. So I was starting to play League at like a 40 to 30 frame rate. And when you're playing at higher, um, I'll say higher ELO, I think Bree talked about that last podcast, mm. but essentially ELO it's just rank. rank. And I'm yeah. playing in Diamond, which is, you know, like the top 1%. So it gets a little dicey when you need to see things going on. And I think that really, and it was getting very frustrating too, because uh, back then I wanted to be like solely a gameplay stream. So I felt like my identity as a streamer was you know, not as what it could be because I physically can't put out the content that I want to if I can't play it off, uh, you know, at like just a standard 60 frames. So building my PC was actually huge for me. Um, and now I just, I, I only bought one monitor. I use my laptop as like my second monitor. Um, I don't even use it like connected. I just look at it for chat. So I'm still, I'm still like that to stereotypical one monitor streamer technically. And then like 
I have like my laptop on the side here just to look at chat. So um, you don't have to go overboard to really make it very far, but there's definitely a, I say it's standard. Um, like I, I once I'm at a conversation with somebody who kind of actually made fun of me when I posted my setup um, because I only had one monitor and he said, Oh wow. Imagine streaming with one monitor in uh, like 2020 or something. And I was like, I said it very politely, but I essentially told him that this was on Twitter. I told yeah. him that I rather invest my money into things like I have a laptop to look at chat and I rather invest my money into things that are going to bring back um, quality, like increased quality of my stream or somehow grow my stream or somehow bring me in money for my stream. Mm -hmm. And a, a second monitor is purely convenience. So I didn't see it as a actual gain unless it was going to help me edit videos, but I can do it off of one monitor because I'm not really multitasking. So yeah. But it is, it is, the monitor is sort of like essentially, is, um, the laptop is essentially a second yeah. screen anyway. And I think, I think we've got uh, a lot of people, uh, I think in your Discord and my Discord, who use like an iPad as a second screen for, for their chat, you know? Yeah, I as long as, long as you pick it I used to use a phone. I used to use my phone on my laptop. Yeah, I know a couple of people mm. use phone as well. And it's, it's totally really okay. It's totally yeah, okay. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. As long as you can leverage it to a, an angle that doesn't look like you're looking straight down, because sometimes that can get a little weird. Um, mm. I think it literally just anything works, yeah, but I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, so just a real quick question before we move on. You said in terms of budget, sort of keeping and keeping to a budget is quite important for you. Where would you skimp on budget and where would you not skimp on budget? I think we've got a gist of that already, but just so we're really clear on it. Uh, fancy things that you don't need. Um, so I have a stream deck. Uh, it's around $200. I just bought it recently. Um, I also have a green screen. These are things that I would not have bought had I not had the ideas to utilize them. And I'm still bare. I still, I still personally think I'm not utilizing them to the full potential that I could. So I only bought a stream deck because I have utilized all of my number keys, most of my F keys and other variations of them as a way to change scenes. Because I'm sure you guys have seen, like I like to do fun rave scenes or just like a lot of, a lot of fun things off like, uh, like that are just random. Um, one of the things is I play like a lot of club music on my stream. So I like to like, I make these like weird scenes with, uh, with things. And then I also have a sound, I have a soundboard for funny moments that I, I could use like, you know, meme sounds, but, uh, essentially I think there's no reason to get like these fancy add-ons if you don't utilize them to a, to a point where I think it's worth it. Essentially. Um, the only reason I got the green screen is cause I, I want to do some really fun stuff. Um, with that, not just because like I want to blend into my game. I don't think it's worth getting a green screen unless you have a really bad background, then get a green screen. But uh, I got a green screen because I want to. I'm going to be hosting a tournament probably in the next six months, and I want to have like a caster desk set up. I actually already tested it on a friend stream, and it went great. Um, but I have like Honest. a lot of ideas around this, and I think I utilize it to the higher end. And I don't think it's worth buying these things if you don't need to, um, or at least hold off because like I got very far with just gameplay a microphone, and who I guess my personality, <laughs> you know? So you don't need the buttons and whistles. So on the next sort of area, I'm guessing you know a fair few streamers, you know, you network quite a bit. How important would you say network has been to you in terms of growth, in terms of the journey, in terms of, well, everything really? How important is networking to you? So I say networking I, with air quotes, which... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like some freaking taboo. Uh mm 
with the world and like network like like it, to me i co- so i come from wall street um that's like the career i would have gone into had i not chose streaming mm-hmm. um or i will eventually go into potentially who knows mm. we'll see <laughs> um but um to me like it's like that is just something a part of the world the world of business like it's networking and i think on twitch a lot of people take it the wrong way or mm-hmm. invasive because and to be fair, I think there are a lot of people on Twitch who are what we'll call social climbing um, and they're just using people. But I think the right way, like I, I made a video about this, the right way to do it is, you know, you look for win-win situations where people, you can collab with people or just make friends with streamers that you enjoy their stream and they enjoy yours and you can do things together or you think your communities would do well together. Mm-hmm. Um, for a very long time, I grew alongside my friend Ziani actually. Um, and we share, we used to share like 50% viewer base. So we used to do a lot of like co-streams together. Um, and he's still like one of my best friends to this day. Hmm. Um, but I think it's important, but I also think it's not as important. I made a video on this, I, I, I'm, as you guys know, but I think it's important if your goal is to just grow on Twitch because it's probably the only way to grow on Twitch because there's no way to get discovered through the algorithm. Uh, it, it's not like YouTube where you start putting videos out, people click it, the algorithm will start putting it, advertising for you. The website does the work for you. That's why I love YouTube. Twitch does not do that. Um, I think I just started getting browser views when I get over 70 viewers when I'm playing League, 70 to like 150 viewers sometimes. I'll look at my stats and like I'm actually starting to get browser views. But like at the point that I'm at, that doesn't really like matter as much. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd say if it just depends on what your goal is out of Twitch and what you want out of Twitch. Because if you don't want to do YouTube, that's fine. You don't want to do other platforms that's fine just understand that it's very hard to grow through twitch because it's not a platform that promotes your content mm. for you so skipping ahead a little bit actually um youtube is actually how i found you uh brie sent uh, brick two sent me a video I, I quite liked it i've been to a few of your streams since shout and you've got Brick-a-Tru. a fair bit there shout out to <laughs> um so is youtube a big thing for you now and how like again how important would you say it is to you and to uh, other streamers your question. Uh, so some of the questions you actually sent me actually got me rethinking about this. Um, we talk about that a little bit, but I think it's super important now that I've like really discovered the power of it. Cause I've only been doing it. I, I dabbled in it a year ago um, where I actually, I used to make, <laughs> used to make montages. You guys know about montages. Yeah, so I used to make uh, I used to make Yasuo watches, and I don't get me wrong, I had a blast making those. But um, those aren't things that like are gonna get picked up as easily in the algorithm. But I had a blast, and I learned a lot about video editing. I think I made like nine videos, and the probably the last two I can actually say I'm still proud of to this day. Um, so I learned a lot about video editing, and I actually learned that I enjoyed it. But I stopped doing YouTube. I hired I hired my cousin as my editor. He does phenomenal work, but um, it just wasn't like. I felt bad not like I, I paid him. So like, I don't, I don't like taking free work. Like I really do want to pay for quality stuff. So to save money, I kind of ended uh, the partnership that we had for a little bit, but I had an editor for a bit and it was working, but like, I don't think I was doing it completely correct. Um, and then I came back to it actually a couple months ago, like two months ago. And um, I have somebody who helps me do my thumbnails and they're phenomenal, but uh, I do all the editing and it's really helped me a lot in terms of growth, I think. And I only have like 260 subscribers, I think, right now. But a majority of my views come from the algorithm, like not even my subscriber base. Like I, I think I'm getting a couple of videos I have now that I posted this month have over a thousand views. 
to be fair, I am posting league content that is generated towards Yasuo ADC, so it's a little bit easier for me to put content on on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a little bit of a cheat code, but I also, and this goes into my next point, is um, I actually really want to do, I don't want to be a league content creator and do that for like as my main thing. I want to kind of do everything, so I'm actually like investing probably into a camera, and I'm going to probably get back into like making more personalized videos because it's just, I think that's where I want to take my content, but um, I think YouTube's great, honestly. Like, the amount of effort that I've put into YouTube and gotten views and impressions comparatively to Twitch is literally tenfold. It's so insane. Mm. So have you um, have you had anyone come into your chat so far from Twitch to go, hey, I found your YouTube, that's why I'm here? Has, has that happened to you yet? I've had a couple. Um, nothing too insane, but um, I have had a couple. I actually, what's, what's gotten me the most traction on twitch right now is uh and once again this is another cheat code um i actually made a mobifier guide which is a website that you make guides i, I actually saw that on your stream uh, a couple of days ago it's, yeah it's now number one or something again again or something is it yeah it's like it's, it, it goes between number one and number two but uh i essentially made a yeah i made a guide for yasuo and yone 80 carry specifically and i put a lot of effort into that uh i probably like worked on that for like it's like it's like writing an essay you know you, you get your coffee right like in college you, you're yeah. typing for like eight hours or something so that was that's like i was like okay my my college education's paying off a little bit here <laughs> yeah. um and uh and i just worked on that for like a very long time and i think i have 150 views on my yasuo guide or 150,000 views on my yasuo guide oh, wow. and 50,000 views on my yone guide um, and God. that has brought a massive amount of traction to my channel. Um, uh, that is kind of, like, kind of what's pushing me over the partner right now. Um, mm. But that's what I mean is like external content outside of Twitch is how you get discovered. And Twitch is a place like Twitch is a destination. It's not a discoverability platform or is that a word discoverability? Mm. I don't know if that was so. the right usage of that word, but we'll go with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, Twitch is a destination, not not somewhere you get discovered. It, the days of where you could just go live and people find you are gone. It's the mo it's so oversaturated, um, and the algorithm just doesn't work like that. Like it's it, if it does, it's the rich get richer. Like if a new person comes to Twitch, you think Twitch is going to recommend them to a five viewer Andy, or they're going to recommend them to you know Shroud, who has twenty thousand people and has already proven himself to be entertaining. As a business standpoint, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna flock them towards the streamers that are popular because clearly people want to watch them um so from a business aspect it just makes sense why would why does twitch want to help you grow as a small streamer to be honest and it's kind of a hard truth they don't um they just say hey if you can do it here you go and we'll help you when you make it and even then they as you can see with all dmca stuff they're not really helping <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. but yeah i think i think external content is just so important if if this is something you want to do as a career um and like one last point on this is one of the reasons I also started YouTube is like, I want to make this a career and you need to have multiple sources of income. So Twitch alone is not going to bring me enough income to be sustainable as like a job, you know? Um, right now it's a, it's enough when I have low, like I basically don't have bills cause I live at home, but eventually I'm going to be moving out and I need to live off of this. So I also realized that I need multiple avenues of income. And what's another one? YouTube ads. YouTube ads, actually, when I've talked to some friends who have, you know, 30,000 or more subscribers, and I'm at like 200, they, I, I got to pick apart their brains and they tell me like, yeah, you can make a decent amount off of YouTube ads. Like it's, it's actually pretty worth it. Um, and the ad revenue you get on YouTube is substantially better than Twitch. So 
Um, that's another thing of why I started YouTube. If you want to be sustainable, it, it, you need to have multiple platforms where you're going to be making income, you know? Yeah, well, I think we, we spoke about this on the last one with uh, with Brikachu, actually. It's... It- it is evergreen content, as you as you said. So it's always going to be there. So when you when you're on Twitch, when you go live, that's for five, six, seven hours that you're that you're live. And we, you know, not many people look at the vods, but on YouTube, it's it's always going to be there. Same as your socials, and yeah, I, th- I think that's um, it's slowly something that I'm coming round to. And you know, we're, we're slowly starting to hammer it, uh, hammer it home with the, each uh, with each episode that we're doing. Yeah, I think I think that's great, honestly. Um, and it does like I I use YouTube because it's just it's the easiest one. Um, but it doesn't yeah. even necessarily like. What's funny is it's like uh, I actually had a couple people ask me in my stream, and because I like to be very blunt and just give harsh truths, I don't like to be. Uh, I guess that's my way of being positive. Is I like to just give it to people upfront and I'll be like, look, I'll give it to you real. I'll tell you the truth and what I think, and I'm not gonna like cookie cutter and be like, it's okay, Jimmy, you're doing a great job quit your job and do this. It's going to be great. You know, like I'm not, I can do that if you want, but I'll tell you the harsh truths also. Um, And like, I think a lot of people get really motivated to do this at first, but don't understand that. Like, I, I think a lot of people turn away from the fact of what it takes to actually be sustainable. And, and I think that was something that really opened my eyes in the last six months, which is why I, I mean, at this point, it's I'm taking it more seriously, but it's also like made me think about okay, maybe like there is a plan B, but we'll we'll worry about it when we get there, you know. So becoming a full time streamer, uh, it, it, it's a goal. Uh, let's say you're just starting out again. God forbid. What would be your game plan for tomorrow? <laughs> I hate saying this over and over again. YouTube. <laughs> I would actually. So I spent. I spent it. I talk about this all the time. I spent 1,200 hours my first year streaming. It's a lot of hours, right? Um, I never go, I never breached 10 viewers. I think my best days were, I, I mean, maybe a couple days. And I didn't network at all either. Um, I didn't even know what rating was. I just played, and I was like Diamond, you know? And I was just playing the game, and my friends would watch me. And a couple, mm-hmm. like, my only avenue of growing was that I linked my stream every single game. So you have a maximum of, of nine other people that could potentially see your stream, right? So that was my only way of getting advertisement. And I did that for an entire year. And you know what? Got me a couple people to come back. But for the amount of time I put in, not very efficient. Um, so if I started over, I would definitely take at least more than half that time that I spent streaming and probably put it into making YouTube videos. Like, I, I know, or just something something other than that. Like, it, I know I've said it, like, most of this podcast, but it's just so, so important if you're looking to grow in an efficient way. Um, and that's why I also say like not YouTube isn't for everyone. Maybe you don't want to make videos. You just want to stream, but like don't expect to grow then unless you're actively mingling with other communities, you know? So sort of two years ago, would you, would you say to yourself, make a YouTube first? Yeah, I would say do them tan. Like, so the schedule I have now is, uh, I take Wednesdays off to put a, I'm taking a break right now because I'm not playing league. Um, and my, my content on YouTube is mostly league content, but I'm also, that's why I'm trying to pivot. I want to make other content. Um, so I'm going to, you know, get a camera and hopefully we'll see where that goes. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think like every Wednesday I take off of streaming. I used to stream every day. I take off and I say, Hey, I'm going to make a YouTube video today. Um, 
And then every Saturday is my optional day where I could take another day off and make another YouTube video if I feel the inspiration or something is there. But I, I always put out minimum one edited YouTube video a week. And then because I'm lucky and I'm high, higher ELO in League of Legends, I could take a game from my Twitch, slap a nice thumbnail on it, and I could post that as like a 20, 25 minute video on YouTube. So I probably do two of those a week, which gets me a three upload schedule a week, which is what YouTube likes because um, you, they want you to put content that people are going to watch for longer periods of time. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would definitely make a better schedule of just set time aside for YouTube. Um, and I would tell myself, cause I did I, a year ago, I did start doing YouTube. I told myself not to quit. I, I tried so many different ideas that were fun, but didn't work. Um, and like, I think I stopped because of that, but now I'm starting again. And like, I found things that are working. So like the first 50 videos just didn't matter is what I'm realizing. Like those first 50 videos were just to learn how to, how to YouTube, you know? Um, and I think, yeah. I think it's so easy to say, just do YouTube, but you also have to learn how to y do YouTube correctly, which is something I don't think is talked about enough either. Like just cause you're posting videos doesn't mean they're going to get views. Like you have to learn YouTube and how the algorithm works and like, are you even using content that's going to be searched? You know, um, nobody was really searching Yasuo montages. I mean, some people were, but I never got more than like a couple hundred views on those after a few months, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I've got one video on my YouTube. Uh, I made it sort of like a month in and it's, it's like you said earlier, it's a montage and it's the uh, fall guys gameplay. Um, you know, not not great, but it was like the the first one I wanted to do. So that took me a long time. So how how's your editing process? At the minute is it is it getting shorter the more the more you're doing? Like how how long does it normally take you per vid per video? Uh, it's definitely gotten a lot shorter. Um, it depends on the video. Like I just put out a 30 minute Yasuo guide that I edited a lot. Um, so that took me actually a couple days. But um, I think it just depends. I, like what? I, so the I guess I could just give you my experience. What I try to do is every video I try to at least I try to at least tell myself, hey, do what you have to do, but also try to learn something new about editing. So yeah. I'll try to I'll try to add a different transition in, or I'll try to I'll try to do um, like when I was doing my montages, that was a big thing I did. I, I try to use a different effect. Um, then I would give it to my friend, and then, like I realized I was over editing, so then I toned it back. Then I learned color corrections. So every single time, actually, color corrections I I, I learned. I'm still not that great at it, but better than nothing was uh, when I when I was traveling a lot with my family and uh, you know before, before the whole situation right now. But um, I used to make travel montage or travel montages, yeah. So that helped me learn color correction. Um, and I would love to like do those videos again in the future. But essentially, I just start basic and then I try to learn something new every single time. Which is why I say the first 50 videos don't matter because that's just you learning YouTube and learning how to edit. And then if you don't like editing, like you know, maybe, maybe outsource it, you know, like I'm probably going to outsource Twitch highlights eventually once I feel like that content will do well on YouTube, but starting out, like, it's hard to get that stuff to like do well. It's gotta be what I've realized. It's gotta be, um, unless you already have an established fan base, it has to be like new content that isn't like recycled from Twitch, you know? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the best place to start and it's hard. It's, it's definitely not easy. Like, but that's like what it like when you're when you be a content creator, you're going to be an entrepreneur essentially, and, and entrepreneurship isn't hard. Like you got to think for yourself all the time. So, so Team PMA, um, we've mentioned them before a little bit, but um, and a little plug at the start. Could you talk more a bit about stream teams? Um, are they good for you? Um, how would you go about joining one? That sort of thing. 
Uh, yeah, sure. So I think I'm very fortunate to be part of PMA because they're I haven't seen a stream team do or put as much effort as they do um, into turn unless it's like a professional organization. Mm. Uh, but that's getting into like contracts and different things. Um, so TPMA is just a team created by Manko, who is a challenger Timo main who plays him in the jungle. Actually, he plays it almost everywhere, but mostly in the jungle, which is hilarious. Um, he makes it work, and he's he's a. It's basically a team just surrounded by positivity, um, spreading good vibes, and just not being a kind of a you know an a hole on mm. the rift or just in games in general, and promoting more. I, I will say positive areas, um, but that's essentially what the team is about. It's just kind of helping out the league community and showing people that like, hey, not everybody is flaming each other on the you know while playing this video game there are, there are some people who generally are just like here to you know spread better vibes than that so that's essentially what it is um i've met amazing people through it um i got invited a couple how long ago almost six months now seven months or yeah i've been around for like five months hmm. um i've met some awesome people through it uh i absolutely love it do i think stream teams are necessary no most of them i've seen don't really do too much this one gives a they actually do care i think about like their streamers hmm. um and genuinely want to build like a community and something big so that's what i really like about it um and i've met so many so many of my friends now are obviously from the team but um i don't know i uh i actually it was a mixture of me thinking about applying and then i actually got reached out to as well um to my understanding so it kind of like just worked out. It wasn't really something that I was seeking, but it kind of was like a halfway of like, oh, I was thinking about it because someone like mentioned it. Um, and then and then I got invited to it. So, because I used to actually, I used to be really toxic. <laughs> like, a, like a year or two ago, I was like yeah. pretty toxic. Um, like I called my teammates dogs, I'll say it. <laughs> like I, I said some pretty bad stuff. Nothing that would get me banned, you know? Like none of like those like bad words, but like I would still be like, yeah, I'd just be like, you suck. Like, why would you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I realized, I was like, this isn't who I am, like, IRL. I'm a very upbeat person, lots of energy. Uh, I love talking and meeting new people and just, like, helping people out. So it just, it felt like a disconnect of who I was. And a couple, like, basically, I think around March or April, I just said, hey, I'm going to actually try to stuff. My viewers actually told me, like, why don't you try being a little bit more positive, like, as a joke? And I'm like, you know what? You're actually kind of right. So... I essentially just started being more positive, trying to have a better outlook on things um, while still being a realist. Um, and I think that worked out well. And eventually like team PMA found me, I found them and now I'm on it. <laughs> so I will say there are a lot more positive streamers that promote positivity, inclusivity, and like everything else a lot more than I do. But um, I do try my best to have a very fun, upbeat stream most of the time. Um, I, my, my, the, 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 I like my stream to be a place where people could just kind of have come to to have fun. We do have deep talks, like I do just chatting a lot, but those are very specific situations. Otherwise, like it's like my, mostly an open community where I like want people to have fun, you know, and just feel good. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I've spoken to Bree uh, quite a quite a bit about them, and the the idea that uh, always intrigued me is is the fact that, like you said, you know, uh, League of Legends can be quite toxic. And the fact that they're uh, sort of promoting that uh, positivity in a game that is renowned for being toxic, I, th I think that that's the the kicker. Then, if if you know what I mean about about the team, yeah, one hundred percent. And mm, I do yeah. know that they do want to expand games. Like I know I'm kind of more expanding my content into variety. A lot of the people on the team definitely are heavy League of Legends. 
Um, but there's people like Keister who play like a ton of Genshin, but they still play like they 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 started with League, but they're definitely branching out now. Jesus, sweetheart, I love her. Shout out Keister. Um, and like I'm starting to do like I'm taking the preseason basically to do variety. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing is I'm kind of branching out, and I do know that they do want to branch out into other games eventually. So they do have like long term plans, but um, I think I'm yeah. fortunate enough to be on TPNA because I don't think a lot of stream teams act the way that they do or have take take plans the way that they want to take things hmm. just uh, just to go back to the variety thing um i'm quite new to your stream so I've, I've only been watching for the last two to three weeks uh but obviously since since i started watching you you've played mainly uh, league of legends but then i think uh you've switched up to starcraft 2 uh and then more recently <laughs> i've watched you play stardew valley and papers please so have you, is, is it more like a recent thing or have you always sort of dipped your toe into the variety so I go through these cycles, I think, where I just start hating League again <laughs> because um, <laughs> you can only play so much. Like I used to do eight hour streams of just grinding out solo queue, which is just the ranked ladder. Um, and I think you can only do so much of that. So I usually go through these phases of where I, I, I tend to burn out, um, which I think is fine. But usually those times I will switch to other games. So this isn't the first time I've done variety. Um a while ago, I was playing like Subnautica for like a whole two weeks, and that was awesome. That was back in May. Um, people actually love that. And what's nice is when you dip into some variety games, there's some games that have very dedicated communities, but like very small stream communities. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. And uh, what's it called? Um, I recently, like, I think because I have an established community, it obviously will put me higher up on the list of like said stream communities. So. In that sense, you could get discovered from like those smaller games, but I think I, it works towards like it's another thing. Rich get richer. Like I, I have an advantage because I have people that will, I have some people that will watch me only for league. Then I have some people that will just like watch me for whatever I play, just because they like being around my community. Hmm. Um, so yeah, recently I have been doing variety. I, I like StarCraft because I need a competitive game at all times. So that's kind of been my go-to competitive game when I don't want to play League of Legends. Um, but other than that, I do try to, like, Papers, Please has just been super fun and relaxing. I, I That's been going a lot better than I thought, honestly. Um, and then, yeah, like, I know you have a Stardew addiction. I actually, I, yeah. I, I used to play Harvest Moon when I was a kid, so this game seems really entertaining to me. Um, I, 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 I never played I never played Harvest Moon. Everyone keeps coming into my chat and saying, oh, this is so much like Harvest Moon. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's essentially the same thing, just different uh, company, and yeah, it's just different. Like it's the it's the same, but it's just it's another. Think of it as like League compared to like Dota. They're both mobas, you know. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, in terms of people coming, reg- you built an established community. There will be people that always come to your streams, um, as you're saying. But how? How about this? Um, how? When did you sort of start to notice that you had this regular crowd around you? And you, you obviously, you've tried. I always had your home friends who came to watch, but. Um, how how long would you say before it is you noticed a lot of people just came in just sort of you think how how long did it take to build a community basically I don't really know uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest I think um, I don't think I really ever like noticed like it's like I could say like oh it started happening now I think it was just a gradual process because people come and go hmm. um, there's definitely been a lot of people that have come and gone people that stop by every few months they used to be regulars you know and like that's just part of life um, can't force anyone to stay you know. Yeah. And I hope everyone finds what they want to watch or even just be a part of at the end of the day. But uh, I think building the Discord community has helped me a lot. Like I just kind of started it one day and I always promote it at the end of my streams. I have Nightbot, you know, 
every 30 minutes says, Hey, join the discord. Um, and that's slowly grown into like, I think we have like almost 300 people now. Hmm. Um, and it's gotten to the point where in the past few months, I'm like, wow, people are like actually talking pretty consistently here. And like, that's awesome for me. Um, cause it mainly was just a place that I wanted to have another go live notification, but that can easily get drowned out in the noise of, uh, you know, the tons of the tons of discords yeah. that yeah. everyone's a part of. So, um, I do try to keep it to like minimum. I only do notifications for big announcements or like when I'm going live. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know when I really had started to build a community. It kind of just happened. Um, I think, I think I stopped being a people's pleaser, which really helped. I think I kind of just, I'm like, okay, I, I know who I want to be as a person. I, like, I, I actually wrote this down one day and I, I think that's a good idea for most people is like, I just kind of have certain principles that I live by. And I learned this after my ex because I didn't have boundaries and those boundaries would always be pushed. So after that, I realized I need to have boundaries and things that I stand for, things that I don't. So I kind of just did the same thing with my Twitch community is more of like, this is what I am. This is what I'm always going to do. If you don't like it, I'm not here to please you. There's billions of Twitch streams or millions of Twitch streams. Like you can go find another one. Cause I think I, I started to try to people please when I first started out and that can get exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just doesn't feel genuine because you wind up having these people in your community that you just, you don't feel comfortable with, or you don't like them or they make other people feel comfortable. And like, that's always going to happen, even if you find the right people. But, um, I used to be afraid of banning people if they constantly broke rules or things that I wasn't okay with. And now I just do it. I just don't care because you're, I, you're not meant to be here and the internet has a lot of trolls, you know? Sort of moving. Yeah, definitely. Moving in that direction. Um, I, I think I had my, well, not proper troll, sort of very, something very similar to what we were describing. There was a guy, I'm not going to call him up by name, um, but I was doing a really small stream. Obviously, I'm not going to call it. He's, he was, he was, I know he's quite, he's not that old, but he, um, he came in and he would, um, he would, he'd be one of the very few people who throw bits. And I'm like, oh my God, getting a, getting out those bits in chat. Heck yeah. Um, and I think one day I was in a really quiet stream, only about six or seven people in. I was doing something stupid. And, um, he just posted this clip of his about 12 times in chat. I didn't have any mods. And so, you know, I didn't really know what to do. And I think that's the first time I had to ban someone, just ban someone for just being a bit of a dick in chat. Um, it was kind of annoying because, like, you know, that I was getting bits out of it. I, was, I didn't really mind it most of the time. But you do get people that sometimes. I think with Twitch especially, it's something that helped me to grow as a person in that I'm more comfortable in defining my own boundaries now. And... On that note, sorry, I, I do like talking about myself. On that note, um, <laughs> um, how, do, how do you deal with trolls as a bigger streamer? Like that sort of thing. Um, it's okay. I, I, I've been talking about myself the whole time. So please talk about <laughs> yourself. Um, I, think, uh, I think you just got to not let... Well, one of the biggest things is don't let money influence your stream. Don't feel like people have influence over you because they just donate. And I think that's really helpful, especially if you have a job outside of Twitch. It allows you to be, feel free from that. That's, I struggled for that with that for a while um, because this is my only income. But at this point, I, I all of my financial supporters do know that like... And I think I'm very fortunate that I think none of them have ever pushed boundaries but they generally just support me because they want to see me succeed. And I'm truly grateful for that. But at the end of the day, like I, I don't want, and I, I make it clear, like nobody has sway over me because you maybe give me money. Um, I just, I want people to be here because they want to be here. Not because I'm like, Hey, I gave this streamer $10 and now it's like the, it's like you give the streamer $10 and they think, Oh, now I have some sort of power here. It's like, I don't want that at all. Cause I felt like that in the past. So I usually just, 
I give people warnings with rules. I mean, I don't haven't had to deal with the money issue in a while, but when I was starting out, I remember, I guess maybe you could use this antidote. I used, um, it was this one guy who subscribed to me on three accounts. And this was like my first, this was like after my founder badge subscribers. So it was like my first random person on the internet. Hmm. I'm like, oh, oh my God, you know, like freaking money from a random person on the internet. This is so cool. And then he, but he was socially unaware of situations. I'll say his social intelligence was low, uh, where he made other people feel uncomfortable in my stream. Um, and it actually alienated some people from my stream because they're like, I don't like coming to your stream. And then someone DM'd him about it and said, hey, like, Rio doesn't really like these things. And then he just called them a straight up, you know, like a name. Mm. And I eventually just said, I'm done with it. And I banned him. I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, dude, like, this is not okay. You're breaking rules. I feel bad that you subscribed, but I'm sorry. And honestly, my stream after that got 10 times better. Um, and that's just always been my philosophy since is like, I don't care if you give me money. You don't have any, you don't have more privilege than the, I, I call them the plebs, you know, the unsubscribed, yeah, yeah. the, the non subscribers. Yeah, the plebeians is like a joke. Um, yeah. and everyone I, I really should have done that, shouldn't I? <laughs> no, I love it. I'm like, like when someone gives subs, I'm like, oh, thank you for gifting five to the people, you know, like they're the people. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I joke how my stream's like an empire, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just kind of, I just say like, everyone's the same here. Like I would treat every, like rules are rules and you cannot, you cannot pass these rules like hmm. and it's just so much healthier that way like in life too it taught me just don't be a people pleaser like it'll never work yeah definitely i think um like I, i've been fortunate enough not to have that many i think i've had one but i knew i knew the person from uh i, I used to play a lot of fifa uh, well i still do to be fair but not, not as much <laughs> um so I, I've got friends from from that game, and one of them came in. Uh, I think it was on my twelve hour stream. I'm not sure if you saw him though. Um, but basically, just just started uh, just t- taking the piss, basically. Uh, and then Jasper had to had to ban him because he uh, whispered Jasper um, uh, a not a very nice word, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jasper to ban him. So I haven't had much, uh, you know, many trolls coming in. But obviously, this. As they as I'm going to grow, it's going to increase and stuff. So, would would you say that um, obviously you've got mods and stuff that deal with it for you? Is it something that you've noticed increase tenfold, or or is it just sort sort of a coming spurts? Or it, how how do you see that um, changing as you grow? Eh, it comes in spurts. There's no really. I I haven't seen much increase. Like I haven't seen anything where I okay. I recently had to ban someone because they were being extremely weird and they were. They gifted me, I think, I don't know, 10 subs or something and like biddies. And I think, uh, I think recently that was the only, actually, yeah, that's a recent example. I did that literally, I think like, like last week, uh, he was just saying very weird things. I think lied about their gender, um, just being very weird, um, and making people feel uncomfortable. Like it started as a joke. And then that was all like, it's all about context. Like this person basically started as a joke and then it, that was all that they ever said. So it became weird after a while um yeah. and you know you have to show different variations of your person like you can't just always be mean to someone because of your friend like or then you just become you know an a-hole um mm. whereas like you know sometimes you gotta be nice to them <laughs> surprisingly yeah right i know i know you i know you guys are british it's a little bit of a harder concept um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i actually like i just banned that guy and i i and then he started donating messages to me of like why he was banned and i just blocked him from donating to me Hmm. and if he comes like i can only do it so much like if he makes more emails and comes back so be it but like 
I just I just cut it like I, I just cut it and there's no it doesn't really go up or down it just happens and you the more it happens the more you learn to deal with it and the more the less you care um like I'll also link my stream after playing league games and if I play, if I don't maybe play well people will come in and flame me and I kind of just use that time as like a like it's okay and like I, I'll tell my mods like don't ban this guy like let me see what he has to say and sometimes I get these people to actually like change their opinion I'm like like look dude let's calm it down and like mm. other times it's just like all right see you Betty. like if he just like says like the like yeah. you know racial GG. slurs out the bat i'm like oh. okay never mind <laughs> oh, yeah. so it just depends you get you get used to it it'll never it'll never go away you kind of just that's why you gotta have rules and you stick by them i bet when they finally jump in they're like oh yeah i'll click on this link and they're like whoa he's got like 90 views <laughs> so <they're>, <laughs> one <laughs> of the one of the funniest things i i laughed at was like uh <laughs> I laughed. Uh, one time I linked my stream, like as a joke, like in the pre-game -game lobby. And I think I had like a hundred viewers at the time. Uh, or no, no, I had like 70. And um, the guy goes, oh, yo, this guy's got like 70 views. And he's like, eh, not that great. And I'm like, I'm like man, come on, dude. I'm trying my best out here. Put myself out there. So last little bit on the sort of negativity front. Um, have you ever had a rut in terms of not just day, but weeks or months? And, and how did you deal with it? Oh yeah, uh, plenty. Not not maybe plenty, but definitely two major ones that were really difficult. Um, one was actually fairly recently, up until maybe I think like a couple days ago. Uh, well, first one was uh, when I graduated college a year and a half ago. Um, my my girlfriend at the time had also broken up with me, uh, and I didn't have a job lined up. And I was all my roommates. I went to school in Miami. Um, and all of my roommates had moved out and I was just kind of alone. So I was really depressed and I kind of just, I used streaming as like a coping thing, but even my, my five years at the time, my, my, my good friend, Larry, who's been probably with me since I, he was at one point, he was my only viewer cause he was in school for uh, medicine and he would just watch me uh, while he did his stuff. And like, it's funny cause I talked to, like, I mean, going off topic real quick. He, it's funny cause I talked to Larry all the time and he's like, He's like, yeah, it literally just used to be me and you. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and now it's not. So <laughs> uh, it's been really cool that he's been there since the beginning. Um, and like everybody in my stream knows who Larry is. So shout out Larry. And uh, yeah, so when I was like super depressed, Larry like knew I was depressed. And like they kind of just were there for me for streaming. But like I just felt like I didn't have any purpose. And then I moved in with my parents and things kind of started getting better because I was at least, you know, around people. And then... And then I finally broke out of it when I was like, you know what, like, this is what I want to do. And I don't want to go straight into the workforce because I'm, I'm at the time I was 24. And I said, you know what, like, I don't want to look back and say, what if? So I just said, screw it. Like, maybe I can, I'm like, I'm fortunate enough because I do have parents that are supporting me for the time being. Um, and they gave me a chance after I proved to them how badly I wanted it in my business plan because, you know, you know they want to see it. And, uh, that was my first rep though. It's essentially like, I just felt lost and I just streaming was all I had. And even then I was just like, not even, I wasn't even being entertaining. I was quiet. And as you could tell, I like to talk a lot. So, <laughs> uh, oh, I was definitely not myself. And then recently, and this, I guess we could, we could tie this into another part. Um, recently, like literally a couple of days ago, I, Caesar, I think you were there for like, you know, the announcement. Um, yes, I think yeah. I, re I realized I was like, wait, I guys, I think I was like depressed the past month. And I realized it was because 
I'd started seeing a lot more success and I'm close to partner application and, but I started hating league more and a lot of my content is driven by league and I just started getting addicted to the numbers and I just was, it was putting me in a rut. Like it really was. Cause I'm like, I got to apply for partner, but like, this is also like not making me happy. And I kind of just took a step back and I was reading a, uh, I was listening to my, uh, an old audiobook called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. It's by Mark Manson. Uh, amazing book. And it really just kind of put light on the fact that I'm giving too many, you know, Fs about things that don't matter. And it's taking away from my mental energy and a lot of other things that are, drive me. And then I just have to take a step back and I think like I on my stream, I basically said, guys, like, I just don't care anymore. Um, partner will come one day. I mean, if I want to make this a career, it has to, obviously. But until then, I'm just going to do whatever I want. If it, my numbers go down, they go down. But it's, it's healthier for me in the long term. The reason I chose to do this was because I enjoy it. Like, I could go to Wall Street and make a lot more money than this. And... But I would be, you know, like I, I, when I did it, I was like, yeah, this is nice money, but like, I wasn't enjoying it. Like I had a, I have ADHD and I had to take a pill like Adderall. I had to take an Adderall, like Adderall to do my job. Like when I'm doing this, I could work for 12 hours a day and like not need to take a pill. Um, that's actually a big thing. My parents were like, okay, we'll give you a chance because they're like, okay, this is the first time in his life. He hasn't had to take a pill to focus on something. Um, I never focused in school without like, you know, any sort of medication. So that's a big thing for me is like, I chose this because I enjoy it. And I was in a big rut because I started treating it too much of a business. And like, I think there's a nice balancing act that needs to happen. And I think recently I've rediscovered what it is. Um, funny enough, when I started doing variety again, and just, I, I turned my view count off. Um, I don't look at it anymore. I, I was looking at it too much. Like, I think Caesar, you talked about it in your podcast with Brie, like you rotate between the chat. Yep. Yeah. You rotate between the chat, you view count chat yeah, yeah, you you yeah, can't you know and yeah. and i was doing that for like i didn't even realize i was just on autopilot doing that and like it's just a dopamine hit that's all it is if it's good it's good yeah. and then you feel good and if it's bad you feel bad and your content suffers um it's just up and down mentally every time you, you sort of look at it isn't it it's like yeah. oh two people are coming yes that's good that's good it's good and then you look at it again oh four people have left oh no oh no oh no it's just like it's like a constant up and down where you don't really need to put yourself through it you don't yeah, and it, it it never gets any better if you do it. Like it, it like if you're if you guys are like aspiring to be like where I'm at, like I'm aspiring to be where other streamers are at, and then they're aspiring to be mm. where other streamers are at. Like it does yeah. not end until Except you're the number Ninja. one. Except Ninja, he does not aspire <laughs> to anything. His life is perfect. <laughs> uh, that's what I mean. That the, the top person is good. Like they're like, okay, I am the best, but like only mm. one person can feel that. So it does, it's not applicable for you know the rest of the population. No, just um, like, yeah. So yeah, I basically, I, I now turn my view count off and funny enough, the minute I stopped doing that and just do like, I actually like when I was doing that papers, please stream, I accidentally saw my view count. I was like, damn, I got like 50 people in here for variety. Like that's pretty good. Like I'm used to getting 20 to 30 from variety. And also another thing, screw it, tangent, like seven months ago, <laughs> seven months ago, if I had 20 viewers, uh, I would be like, oh my God, this is insane playing league which is like the game that gets me the most views and like you should play the game that gets you the most views and i'm like getting 30 viewers on a bad day for variety playing starcraft and i'm like oh you know i mean i guess it could be better and i'm like what like, yeah. <laughs> like it's just perspective you know 
No, dude, absolutely. Three months ago, I think I think it was last week, maybe a couple weeks ago, I had a Dead by Daylight stream. I was hitting 20 to 25 people, averaging 17 across the whole stream. That was a great stream for me. And I would have been ecstatic with it three months ago. Sorry, it was a bit, it was a while ago. But now I'm getting like 15, 16. And because I've had that sort of high from getting a really good day by an edit stream, 15, yeah, 16 to me is like, well, it's all right. It's like, I guess it could be better. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's rough. Like, I think uh, Harris Heller is a great YouTuber that I, I, I consider him a mentor because I watch so many of his videos. Obviously, he doesn't know who I am, but mm. I think mentors are like something everybody needs. Yeah, he's good. He's great. And one of the things he says is like, uh, I actually agree with this. And a lot of people, this is a controversial topic. He says, don't host like big, like don't try to get hosts from bigger streamers. Um, and don't host smaller streamers all the time because you'll get that super big dopamine hit of like, wow, like I got all these views one day and then it's just gone the next day because mm. most of the time hosts and raids won't get you too many viewers. Occasionally yeah. it will, but it, it, it's not really a very good way to getting new viewers. It's more of like, hey, I'm a streamer and like, or you're friends with this person. Like, here you go. You know, um, it's more of like a networking thing. Like, a, yeah, like, like we talked about, yeah. but um, I don't, I don't think it's good to host like smaller streamers because they get addicted to it and then it doesn't come back. And they're like, where did mm. I go wrong? And Cause they had a taste of it and they want more, but like, it's just, it's just not, it's so much easier to just turn it off. And like consciously, you, I, I'm consciously thinking about it. Like I will be like, Oh, time to tab out a check. And I'm like, no, I have to physically tell my brain. No. Mm. and i'm right now i'm in the process of basically going back to a system where i'm not looking at it and then you can look at it afterwards in your stream summary and mm. see what points you did well on. and like like worry about it after the stream when like you do your self-reflecting or like your business stuff don't do it during the stream because you're devaluing the experience of the people that are there and you're also what i realized like there's people behind those numbers like real freaking people and I started to treat them as numbers in my head. And like, that's not what I want to do. You know, like those are real people. And like, whoever comes here, like I want to give them my best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, th I think uh, it was a couple of, exactly it happened to me the the other day. I think uh, it was a Stardew Valley stream because those are up and down, but I really enjoyed playing the games. It's not too bad. But I think on this particular one, it was like six or seven average viewers. Uh, and it was the lowest I'd had in months, like pro probably like two months. Um, and I was really downbeat about it, but like what you said there about the numbers, I was looking at the numbers, but I was still, it was still, the chat was really active and I really enjoyed the stream, but when it finished and I looked at the numbers, I suddenly didn't enjoy it, if that makes sense. And I was like, I can't be doing this. I really enjoyed the people that came in, people that, uh, that came in to chat with me. Um, but I, I can't keep looking at it like numbers. I, I think that's a very good tip for people. A very, very good tip. Mm. So... <laughs> heading towards the end now um so have any um, any tips for new streamers sort of covered it already what would you do if you started again but tips for streamers that you're just sort of saying hey if you were gonna say go to it to them what would you say uh i would say the first place you need to start is what do you want out of streaming like are you doing this because you want to make it a career well then go look at the harsh harsh truths of how hard it is to be a sustainable content creator as a career um, because that's something I'm currently dealing with and that's okay. Like I've accepted it because I truly do just enjoy doing this and I've been on the, the, the nine to five and it's just not for me. And if I have to do it, I will, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. Um, so really just, what do you want out of streaming? Uh, that's the biggest place to start. Like you just want a com cool community. want to hang out, meet, meet new people, friends like, yeah, maybe partner one day would be great. 
Um, but don't think about money. Think about, don't think about money. Like I try not to think about money um, because it also will affect my content. Um, I do things that will get me more traction and more business in a sense, but I also think staying true to yourself and what you are is better than worrying about other things. Like I'm in a situation where I don't have to worry yet about all the money, so it's okay. But, um, if you do decide to hop in full, like full in, like make sure you have savings, like live with your parents, like, like it's okay. Like that, like it's a, it's a rough life. So that's for career people, the people that want to like be like career wise. Um, I think I was incredibly stupid for what I did, but it worked out because I just, I'm, I'm an optimist. Um, but I've also, I think I get addicted to doing things. So I go head in like, and give it my all. Um, like I told my parents, I want to take this seriously. And I only had like six viewers, you know, obviously it's working out a year later, but it took me a year to get here and I wouldn't be here without my parents giving me the opportunity or even, you know, like being able to put as much time in as I have and learn the lessons that I have. Because if I had to get a side job or a full-time job and do this at night, like I, it would have been much more difficult and I definitely would have waned a little bit more than I currently am. So I recognize that I have an opportunity in a very fortunate situation to do that, but just know what you want out of Twitch. Um, don't look at the numbers, just have fun with it and realize like if you, if you're being a content creator, like you have to put, it's a way of putting yourself out into the world and whatever you want to put out and Maybe it gets reception, maybe it doesn't, but you'll never know until you try. So just start doing stuff. It's going to suck. You're going to, here's a, here's a spoiler. You're going to suck when you start. You're going to suck real bad, but that's okay. Like you're going to, you need to learn. Like I sucked. I still suck, but like I'm learning and that's, you got to enjoy the journey. I think that was another thing with my rut is I wasn't enjoying the journey anymore. So what does the destination matter? How am I suddenly going to be happy at the destination if I didn't enjoy the journey? So you got to enjoy the journey or else it's like, it's, it it sucks like don't do this for money or fame it's it's very low probability and it's not all the people that have are blown up or become famous every single interview that they've done they've said they didn't start this because that was their goal they just started doing it because like oh this is something cool and i enjoy it so yeah mm. I, th- I think uh, I've I've started listening to a lot of different podcasts, obviously, because we're, we're now on Spotify and stuff. So I've got Spotify. So uh, every time I put in like uh, Twitch stream uh, streamer tips or whatever, it comes up with all these different podcasts. And a lot of them, uh, like what you said, that a lot of the streamers are pretty much the same. They just started playing. Like it was, uh, I can't remember his name now, but there was a person who um, I think he's from Australia who blew up basically playing uh, Escape from Tarkov. And he was just he was just playing it because he loved the game and i think uh he was uh streaming one day and the twitch drops uh happened and he sort of blew up and he's he's now massive and he was like number one in the uh the category and stuff um so, so yeah you know he's, he didn't expect it and there's there was loads of people he had to sort of uh say to his girlfriend who was his birthday at the time he's going to end the stream to be with her on her birthday he's like listen i'm gonna have to not be with you today if that's okay because i got twenty thousand people in here and they don't seem to be going <laughs> so it's, it's insane what happens uh to people if especially when they don't expect it as well i think like what you said there if you don't expect it maybe it'll happen maybe it won't but like you said enjoy the journey is probably the the main thing there yeah and and it's like how are people supposed to enjoy watching you if you're not enjoying it yourself exactly yeah you know 
Yeah, hundred percent. Um, one sort of last one now, maybe a sort of like a deeper question. I know you've sort of possibly delved into this, but uh, yes, we're going so, deep. Uh, okay, down the yeah. rabbit hole. <laughs> so, so the last two years, what what have you learned? So it, it could be anything. It, it could be a mixture of stuff. What have you learned about your community, yourself, uh, your channel in general? So, so what what have you learned along along the journey? Um, damn. Let's see here. Uh, what did I learn? What did I learn? What did I learn? I think um, I learned how to be a better business person. I'll say that. I've definitely learned a little bit about entrepreneurship. Um, I started watching Gary V, who's really helped me a lot in terms of entrepreneurship because this is basically being an entrepreneur. Uh, as weird as it sounds, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. I've learned how to monologue really well. Uh, as you can tell, I talk a lot. Um, I think no matter what my view count is, a lot of the monologues I have will probably always still be the same. I, to some extent, I don't even look at chat when they're like, when I'm, when I'm talking about a topic, I'll just talk and talk and talk. And I think that would have happened regardless of how many people added chat. Cause if anything, I sometimes get distracted by reading chat and then it will take away from the content that I'm providing. So I think one of the things I've really learned is, um, some of the content has to come from you as a person itself, rather than just being able to like, like those people that are like, oh, if I had a chat, I'd be a good streamer. No, you wouldn't. Sorry. Um, mm. Half the content needs to be you. And if you're a streamer that only chats, well, at some point the chat is going to get too fast for you to keep up. And, and that's a very limiting mechanic, I'd say. I mean, a lot of people get very far with it. Don't get me wrong. But um, it can't be your only form of content is just chatting with the chat. So uh, learn to be the content yourself. Um, because Twitch is turning into, I also don't like this. Okay, this is a little tangent. Sorry, I don't like when uh, people are like, you have viewers and maybe the chat's not going by, and people are like, where? Why isn't anyone chatting? It's dead in here. It's like most people, you'd be surprised, especially Star. I learned this from the StarCraft community. Most people, a lot of people, just are using this as the new form of television. You don't talk to your television, you just watch, hmm. right? So. A lot of smaller streams, I think, are cursed with the being in the bubble of they're very active and there's a lot of chatting going on. But there's a lot of streams I know that there's a lot of like I watch this guy. He's of uh, Winter Starcraft. He he gets about a thousand viewers playing Starcraft. And I've been watching him for years, even before I played Starcraft, just because he's entertaining. He, he has like as much of a chat as I do on some days and he has 10x the viewers that I have. But that's because a lot of his viewer base, his content is so good to just watch. Like I rarely chat in his stream. I just watch all the time. Just watching. And I realized that you don't always have to have like a active chat. So don't be discouraged when people aren't chatting. Um, that just means maybe you're, you are the content and that's a good thing. Like you, your stream should be essentially you being entertaining to some extent, you know, unless you're, you know, your, your stream is more about like, we're playing lo-fi and we're chilling out. Like it's all that goes back to like figuring out what your brand is or like what you want to do as a stream. But for me, my personal experience, I want to be an entertainer. So I try to at least have like 60% of the content be me being entertaining, whereas other people it's, or the 40% could be like, okay, I'll read chat and interact with people and like get to know them more, you know? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that actually answered your question. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> what was I, the original it, question? <laughs> what have you learned, Rio? What have you learned? <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that is what I learned is, uh, yeah. okay, I, I did answer it. I just went on a, like, yeah, a little you, bit. Yeah, of, you did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 My bad. Anything else I learned? Uh, I mean, there's just so much. I learned how to talk to people. I learned not to give up. I learned to just keep trying and keep failing. I learned, 
I learned more about myself every day. I learned that sometimes the worst moments could actually be your best moments. It's just about perspective. Like I've learned so much from Twitch. I learned, oh, here's a big one. Just because you stream more doesn't mean people are going to watch you. Um, (laughs) That's a big one. Coming from someone who streamed 12 hours a day. I actually streamed 300 hours one month. Um, Hang on a minute. Good God, man. Yeah, it was a lot. Like <laughs> yeah. literally every, every, I hit 30 days. It was 10 hours a day. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they were good streams, but, and I think it did help me grow to some extent because I was getting traction and I was able to build a, I have viewers that basically I don't have a schedule. I kind of just stream whenever I wake up now. Um, but I do have a day. Hey, I'm going to stream this long, probably on this day. Like you, I you minimum do five hours usually, but I don't stream every day anymore, but I tell people I will stream on these days. And I think, uh, I think it was beneficial and not beneficial because I did grow a lot of different. So whenever I stream during the day or night, I always have people there because I've grown my stream in different hours and I've tried a lot of different hours or I've just been live literally the entire day. Um, But also I realized what if I took like eight of those hours to just, you know, learn how to edit that day. And I did that like 20 days in a row and I just did four hour streams. Like what would have been my growth? And I bet you probably would have been a lot better. So as much as it, I could say, yeah, I did grow. I could have grown more being more efficient. So don't don't think just streaming more means you're going to get more viewers. I just like to talk a lot. So it's easy for me to stream long hours. But it definitely doesn't mean you're going to grow. Um, for sure. Like, that is huge. All right. On that love note, I think we're about ready to wrap up. Caesar, any other questions? Uh, no, I just want to make a sort of point, really. I think uh, over the... Uh uh the first four episodes that we've had i think uh including yourself rio is how people sort of uh they seem so genuine um like having spoken to you now is uh i can definitely say that what 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 is on stream and speaking to you before the podcast and what is on now is uh is 100 genuine so uh yeah th- thanks for coming on as well really really appreciate it yeah of course thanks for having me on it it was uh First time I got to be in this side of the the podcast, which is kind of nice. So thank you for giving me the the opportunity. Poggies. Norris. So um, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Streamercast. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you got some good tips. And, of course, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, but before we go, Rio, could we just ask you to plug everything you have? All right, here we go. I got uh, twitch.tv slash RioFacer, but it's got two R's at the end. Don't forget it. Go check me out. Um, I do. Po- I actually do it on my own podcast as well. Uh, but I do podcasts, league, league content variety. I'm kind of all over the place, but it's mostly league. Uh, YouTube is just RioFacer. Uh, it's R-I-O-F-A-C-E-R. I'm sure there'll be a link in the description for at least one of them. So it's basically the same all across all my platforms. Uh, and I like Twitter and I'm trying to start using Instagram more, but we'll see. That's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, that's yeah, about it. Oh, thank you very much again for coming on. Uh, and again, thank you all for being here. Uh, I've been Dozilla. That's Dozilla with a one. And this has been my co-host, Air to Caesar. Thanks for coming, guys. Catch you again soon, guys. Later. Bye.